Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Farah, do you consider yourself sexually responsible throughout your life? No. In the last 50 years, you've not been like promiscuous at any given time. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, there were points in my life where like, I I wanted to test the waters, girl. I mm-hmm. wanted, I was testing the waters vagina first. Yeah. That was what was happening. You tested the waters, the fish, the rocks, I did the bottom all. of the ocean. That mean, like I... The song Under the know. Sea was about you, wasn't it? How did you know Sebastian was the first guy I did? Um, but but the idea was like at the time I just sort of did what I wanted to do and I wasn't really educated about mm-hmm. how to be socially sexually responsible. Yeah. So As an be- adult though, have you ever been like, okay, I should not be doing this because this might happen? Yeah, the older I get, I tend to sort of be a little bit more careful. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I use condoms all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, but the one thing I don't do, which is which is which is not right, is get tested as often as I should. You don't get tested. Mm. When's the last time you got tested? I've never been tested. No. I was tested no sorry, I was tested once um a year ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. About the same time then as me. Oh wow, did we do it together? We should do the next one together. Oh, it should be an episode. Yeah, yeah. But, we but, need to book it in tongue and just like go go to You know what? We should clinics. set up an appointment right now because we have The owner of the place <laughs> right here. What? Yeah. Hey Osman, thank you so much for joining us again. Oh, you're very welcome. So today we want to talk about specifically, we want to talk about so once you get tested, you've got your results, what next? Do you need to call your exes if you've got like let's say gonorrhea, chlamydia or yep. you're tested positive for HPV? What do you do? Do you call like your hookup from last night and tell them to get tested? Mm. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so where do we begin? Yeah, so let's say I uh, Kevin and I, I just came got out of tested. The clinic. Yeah. Yeah, and we have our results, we go up to you and we're both positive for gonorrhea or chlamydia, right? Okay. What do we? What happens next? What do we have to do next? Well, the first thing that I would recommend is for you to call all the people that you have recently had sex with. Right? Recently, like in the last year. No. Um, well, it depends. If women are usually asymptomatic for chlamydia, mm-hmm. right? So if that is the case, then we do have to go back all the way to a year or however long you can remember to let them know that you that you have had, you have the symptoms. And do you have all three hundred of their phone numbers? That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> I gotta go back to Friendsters, yeah. You have been busy. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, like so you you have to tell your you do your, your you do have partners. to like responsibly say that you know you have you know you have tested positive because you are asymptomatic so you have to like just let them know but most likely than not if you have passed it to one of your if you're a woman if you've passed it to one of your partners they would are the ones who would come back and always let mm. you know. Ah. And what about like like the medicine and is it expensive to, no, to not have at it all. treated? Not at all. So I think the for all the curable uh, STIs that are out there, um, and I say that within quotation marks, right? Because they are it's an easy line of treatment. It's just uh, tell antibiotics. us about these curable uh, STIs. Which ones are they? So the curable STIs as of now are gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. Uh, those are the three big big ones that are out there. They're and not expensive too. They are not expensive too. Syphilis is a little bit longer. In terms of the treatment plan for a couple of, you know, you need to go for a couple of rounds of it. Um, but for chlamydia and gonorrhea, the standard of care right now is so simple. It's been, you know, it, they've, they've been tried and tested so long and you have really good first line treatments and also second line treatments of antibiotics mm. can be done very easily. So how long would it 
so let's say so once I'm on on medication, right? Uh, would it be would it make a difference is if, if I came to you after my first symptom showing, or after it's been like full blown like two years into having? The- oh my well, god! Well, well, there are people who tend to wait that way because they don't mm. want to disclose this information. Exactly. Or the maybe they don't know. They don't know what symptom that too, it is. That too. But then the there will be discomfort that you'll always feel. Like, and I'm sure you guys, all, everyone knows the, the signs and symptoms for each of them. But most of them just uh, present themselves with a burning sensation down there. Mm. And yeah, so you need to go to clinics like and do a rapid test that to find out. But uh, what really happens after that is the fact that you need to follow this up with the right drugs that need to be taken. And you need to have compliance. You just can't take them halfway and leave them. You need to make sure that you've completely got through. Because there are people who, who have untreated cases of chlamydia and gonorrhea and they manifest themselves in very different ways mm. down the road which may lead to impotency which may lead to infertility in women uh, that's one of the consequences of chlamydia yeah. um, and, or if you're lucky if not they may come up as being tumors and other more mm. malignant forms of the disease so, okay, so and that's why you should get tested definitely definitely, yeah. definitely you should and, and the fact that you may be spreading this to other people Knowingly or unknowingly. Mm. Then the idea is that once you've started your treatment, right? So you've started taking medication for it. Am I supposed to abstain from sex entirely? When can I start having sex again? Can I give blowjobs? Can I give ear jobs? Uh, what can I do? Well, until you're infected, <laughs> until you run your hand real life. stuff. <laughs> hands, yes. Just, just keep use the hands. Here. Actually, if we all start doing more hand stuff. And hand stuff isn't so bad. Hand yeah, stuff's you know, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's fun and you can do a jazz hands yeah. after that. <laughs> So you're sensitive. Your hand, your fingertips are sensitive. So yeah, like abstaining from from sex is that a, a must, a necessary thing? To do? Well, for a period of time, yes. Until at least you run through your your round of antibiotics that are given and your symptoms go down. And of course, what if it doesn't? Well, then you're in for a whole lot of trouble, aren't you? So <laughs> how long would okay, thanks, Kevin. That's like just final destination stuff. But like, how long usually would that would that first initial treatment like when would it, when you when would you actually start seeing so recovery? So for yeah, yeah so for syphilis it's a couple of months that we recommend mm-hmm. um, one or two not, not not more than that and I think uh, for chlamydia and gonorrhea they tend to go hand in hand because the symptoms are sort of similar so for them it's a couple of weeks that you just have to abstain from it that's nothing Kevin can wait years mm-hmm. you know not, right, <laughs> right now we're talking about syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia after this let's let's get a little bit heavier we're going to be talking about HIV after this yeah. that's Let's take a quick break. We, we need to talk about HIV. There, there is someone online saying that I've got HIV. I told you about this. Yes. Didn't I? Setting up f- fake accounts. Saying mm. Kevin Chong has HIV yeah, all yeah, over yeah. Instagram. And con- con- contacting my friends. So while we're taking a break, go look that up and go and give hate to that I mean, guy. Don't look that up. I mean, if he, if he, <laughs> if he, if he harasses you, report his ass. Just don't report the mother. Report, report, report him. Now take a break already. Yeah, we're going to take a two second break and we're all going to go on Instagram <laughs> and report that guy, right? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. What about HIV? So now I've gone in, I've got tested, and I'm positive. So with HIV, is um, it's a little bit more of a serious situation, right? Mm. So what we would recommend, generally with HIV, is to determine, next step would be to do your viral titer, to get your blood tested to see how your viral load is. And then we start you on first-line treatments for HIV. And um, that again, it requires us to like have monitoring, uh, regular monitoring of you because we need to test because these drugs have a lot of side effects. Essentially, any chemical has any side effect on you, but they tend to have more liver, kidney and and GI effects on you. And they have constant side effects that are going in. So it requires a lot of counseling. 
that comes in. And I think what we generally, and that's something that's not a lo- done a whole lot here, is that professional counseling for people with HIV or any other form of STIs is absolutely zero. Mm-hmm. And that is extremely important and we cannot stress this, the importance of those things because it not only tells you how to cope with getting a news that is going to change your life pretty much in terms of being on this drug and you know being conscious about many things and being careful about what the next step you need to do and being responsible for it but also how to you know live with this in terms with your family and with your partners so and that is not easy and there are a lot of kids I mean I used to work in the gay and lesbian center before as a counselor and many of those kids do not have the support that's needed or do not have the information that's needed or or know that any other people with HIV mm. so to connect them and to let them know that it is okay it's not a death sentence it is okay and you can live your life with this is very very essential and especially in a country like Malaysia where it's stigmatized so much I cannot state how un, how much of a need it is right now and that's one of the reasons why we are opening a counseling center in our clinics what? so that yes in so, Bukibintang yes and our our main goal is to make sure that patients can walk through the door and be educated about it and know that you'll have a listening ear mm. uh, someone that you can rely on and just talk in a confidential way so if you mm. had without if, any judgment and mm. that's exactly what is needed right now so if you're tested positive you could Talk about it You can you find can. out more information yeah. You can you know, Not even fi- even you're, If you're tested positive Even if you're doubting yourself yeah. Or if you had a scare Come on How many of us Have had a scare When we have the, the, Those minutes Where you're going to Receive those results From the yeah. doctor I have patients Who keep pacing It takes 20 to 30 minutes To get the result Rapid test result mm-hmm. Read out They just pace The clinic Back and forth They're unable To take the mind Off of the thing yeah. mm-hmm. I understand the pain That they must be going through Why go through it alone yeah. Have someone At least guide you Through it And talk you through it and give you the help that you need to you know, avoid yourself being in a situation like that in the future. As a quick reminder, because, you know, people tend to forget um, sort of the symptoms of HIV, right? Because the, the sooner you catch it, the uh, sooner you, 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 you find out, the sooner you can start treatment and the better your quality of life is going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are the symptoms? I think it basically starts off with very small flu-like symptoms. I think that's the reason why in many, many ways it goes undetected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it starts off with flu, but recurrent flu, but that just doesn't go away. And of course, you know, if you go up, you, you leave it for a long period of time, you do see like drop in weight, etc. But I think it essentially starts off with flu. I think that's what you have to be so eye on. If you you have a flu, it's re it's reoccurring flu, and you've had some incidences, so you've been with you've been you've had unprotected exactly, sex, exactly. or make the connection and go get and yourself tested. Said, yes, mm-hmm. and please use a condom. Because what you've described in terms of your clinic, you you know you're putting together a counseling session, uh, a counseling department. I'm assuming. It, it sounds like it could be really expensive. Well, that's a misconception, actually. Because, see, to uh, to have somebody come in and talk to you and take you through, yeah, uh, we have... Uh, we we get support from the community as well in terms of like linking up with the with the, the different AIDS foundations and yeah, NGOs exactly. But at the same time, what we also try to do is we try to um, get people to come in who are very happy to talk to patients who are going through these problems because they they have family members affected by this um. as well. Okay. So it is our counseling sessions in the beginning. We are trying it for free at the moment because wow. we do have a whole lot of patients, especially in Bukit Bintang, where we have sex workers who are predominantly our patients 
they really need a helping hand. And, mm. and and yes, of course, we can, you know, from the business side, just charge them, you know, whatever we need. But at the same time, I also know as a business person, on the other hand, that if I keep my patients happy and if I keep them healthy, yeah, they will keep coming back to me. And that's a long-term business strategy mm. than just a one-time thing. And for the people who are tested positive, yeah? And you said you didn't have to be po- tested positive to, to go to your clinic. Exactly. But for the ones who do, what do you, what are your advice uh, for them, and what do they do immediately afterwards? Okay, first uh, of all, they can still have sex. It's not a death sentence anymore. It is not a death sentence, and please know that you are not alone. There mm-hmm. is a lot of support for everyone who has recently been tested positive, and there is hope, right? Mm-hmm. There is hope, and and I think that's one of the main things that you need to keep in mind. But as we are going ahead, of course, you know, please get yourself tested regularly in terms of your blood. Level, vital level, vital titers, and also please get on medications as quickly as you can, because as you, as you go into antiviral therapy, and they, right now the therapy has been streamlined so much that they know exactly what kind of uh, therapy is needed for different age sex, different viral loads that you start with, and also different uh, genotypes of the of the virus. So as well. your health can be monitored. Very, your health very can closely, be monitored very closely as long as you regularly get tested. Regularly and have get tested. Your your medicine exactly, and okay. be very open with your partners and be, mm. be make them very aware of the situation and again it's just being responsible is what it is I love it it ends with just be responsible yes thank you so much Dr. You're welcome. now you, you mentioned about your clinic before we end this can we mm. talk about the website is there a website that people could go to to check out where it is absolutely our website is uh, polyclinicmuc.com or mm-hmm. you can also go to mucclinics.com mm-hmm. uh, we are located in Bukit Bintang uh, and also in Kajang as well yeah. but our Bukit Bintang clinic is our STD hub mm. this sort of wraps up our sexual health month it does doesn't it yeah and and I know it's not our usual sort of like Happy little Super upbeat Talking about our vaginas and penises But we technically My are vagina, We're talking about her penis <laughs> by the way That's how we normally do That's it That's how we normally do it <laughs> But this has been I think The most important month for us I can't um, believe we, ha- we, we hadn't done this until now yeah I think that really listen through the the, the the episodes that we have here and really get yourself educated because it comes down to this if you if you are aware if you are educated the risk just immensely drops yeah. right so it's really just educating yourself it comes down to that every bloody episode and you it comes get to down be to happier you make better decisions you make better friends exactly. you're less influenced by people that you may not like that much mm-hmm. all these things that we talked about in the last four or five episodes are very very important so if you can share the episodes with your friends there's a share button on the app otherwise tell them it's icekachang.com.my slash true dash me two point zero but saying that as well we all make mistakes and if you've made mistakes in your life that's, that's fine we all yeah. make exactly. mistakes as long as we educate ourselves about how to bounce from that yeah right mm-hmm. so yeah. so don't be that judgmental be nice to each other be nice to yourself take care of yourself self-love be safe be safer be yeah. safe first um, and educate yourself yeah don't be ignorant don't live on ignorance y'all that's all we have to say thank you so much for joining us make sure you find us on Instagram at Mr. Kevin Chong and OMG Farah stay safe bye